Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, welcome to this Friday edition of the Inez Says Podcast. You can find it all over the place. You can find it in Spotify. You can find it there in the WDBO app, WDBO.com as well. You can also find me on the radio each and every weekday on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 every day. Orlando's News at Noon, 12 noon every day. And outside of Orlando, you can just join the WDBO app. Okay, so here we go again, Orlando Magic fans. Another rebuild is on the way. Yay! Yay! On Thursday, prior to that 3 o'clock NBA trade deadline, the Magic dealt away three of their key longtime players, Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, and Evan Fournier. Tough day. Tough day. But you know what? Had to be done. It had to be done. Now, for those of you who would say they should have done this a few years ago, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But look, there are many reasons why NBA teams take sticks of dynamite and detonate their rosters. And that's exactly what happened in Orlando earlier this week. But the main reason for the Magic to do so yesterday is this. Those three guys, those three guys, Vooch, Gordon, and Fournier, they just didn't cut it. I mean, as much as a lot of people like him, and I, I love Vooch and I like Fournier a lot, Aaron Gordon, eh. But those three guys just didn't win many games here in Orlando, and they were together for a long, long time. That was a bridge to absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. There was a very limited amount of success here, even with Vooch, who will go down as a top six or seven player in Orlando Magic history. Even with Vooch in his ninth season here, it never translated to success. Never. It was the end of the line. It was the end of the line, especially when the Magic found a deal that they were comfortable with for Nikola Vucevic, who went to Chicago for two first-round draft picks, one in 21, the other in 23, Wendell Clark along with Otto Porter Jr. And the common thought now in today's NBA is that in order to have success in the future, you got to sink all the way to the bottom, get an elite draft pick, i.e. a Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State this year, and make no mistake about it, one of the main reasons why they made those deals was this kid, Cade Cunningham. And then what you do is you rise to the top quickly, or at least on paper, that's the theory. Now, the problem with doing that, as we've seen in Orlando over the last decade, the problem with that is that you're not assured of a top draft pick especially now that the bottom three teams have that equal 14% chance of that pick. So right now the Magic are sitting there with the fourth worst overall record right now. But the good news, if you want to call this good news, if you want to call this good news is that I'm looking at this roster right now, A, I have no idea what the starting lineup is going to look like, and I'm sure neither does Coach Clifford at this point. And B, I don't see us winning more than two or three games the rest of the year, and we've got 28 left. I mean, we're going to win maybe two or three on accident. I think that's it, which to me 
is a good thing at this particular point because desperate times call for desperate measures. And when you take a look at what went on on trade deadline deal for the Orlando Magic, it really is a double-edged sword. You weren't going anywhere, right? I mean, we know this for a fact now. We gave Vooch and Gordon and Fournier ample time together to take us somewhere. They took us nowhere. So you weren't going anywhere with those guys. Fournier, his contract was expiring after this season. So you knew that the Magic were going to try to make a move for Fournier. You get two seconds for him. So is there hope for the future? Yeah, there's hope. But it, again, it's a double-edged sword because now you got to go through another rebuild, which is kind of a different pain. So either way, either way, there was pain ahead for the Orlando Magic. You keep those three guys, you pull off the Band-Aid slowly, you make the moves you did. It's kind of like ripping off the Band-Aid scab and all. Now, look, I've seen a number of rebuilds over the years, the last 32 years here in Orlando since I started covering the team in 1989. And the most dramatic rebuild was back in 99-2000, thanks to the ingenious idea of one GM, John Gabriel, at the time. 50-some-odd players came through Orlando to maneuver the magic underneath the salary cap enough in order to eventually go after free agents Tim Duncan, Grant Hill, and Tracy McGrady. Now, we got two out of the three that year. Thought we had three out of the three with Tim Duncan coming, but he pulled out at the last second. But that rebuild was about going after mega free agents in the offseason. That's what the Orlando Magic used to be about. The Orlando Magic used to be big and bold. They used to swing for the fences, and that's one of the reasons why covering this team was so fun back in the day. They thought big. This rebuild, once again now, once again, and this is a little bit different NBA than it was back at the turn of the century, mind you. But once again, you're taking a stick of dynamite to this roster, blowing it up and starting from scratch with younger players. And the hope is that along the way, those younger players develop, get better and better, turn into elite players, good enough to attract mega free agents on down the way. Again, either way, we're looking at pain in the future, right? And with this rebuild, you're looking to go after a Cade Cunningham with the number one pick overall. That would be the ideal situation. It is kind of ironic and funny how things have changed in the NBA because not too long ago, typically when you trade three of your starters, three of your highest paid guys, you would like something coming back. Right, Typically, back in the day, you would trade player for player, and you would know kind of right away or, or within a certain amount of time who won the deal. I can honestly say there's not one guy coming back to the Orlando Magic that anybody can say, okay, that's the guy. That's the linchpin dude. That's the future star in Orlando. Now, I like Wendell Carter. I like Gary Harris, but they're middle-of-the-road players at best. So I think it kind of tells you about the value of those three guys that we sent out. But it's also where the NBA is today. The league is very much about analytics. That's where we're at right now. It's about analytics. It's about value. It's about draft picks. And in these deals, the Magic rack up, what, three first-round picks in the future that are looked upon as being very valuable. First-round picks, which give you flexibility in today's league. It used to be, again, you traded someone for someone. Now you trade a someone for picks and salary cap and flexibility going forward. It's all about value in today's world of analytics in the NBA. So, look, I get it. I understand why it had to be done. Some of you would argue it should have been done years ago. And look, you knew that Aaron Gordon was on his way out, right? I mean, Aaron Gordon, 
Never realized his potential here in Orlando. Aaron frankly thinks he's better than he is. I've said that many, many times. Thus the trade prior to the deadline on Thursday. AG is a player who, quite frankly, has been most sizzle and very little stake in Orlando. All potential and no finished product. He's had seven years to develop, has not done so. Will he do so in Denver? Of course, that's the concern for every Magic fan out there, but he's not, he's not going to, folks. He's not going to. Aaron Gordon is who he is. Now, Denver's talent base is much better than Orlando's, and Aaron is going to have a defined role, and good for him. Good for him. His defined role will be defense first and foremost, playing that big forward position. And Aaron Gordon, as we all know, is a solid defender. So I think he's going to do well. Is he going to turn into that elite player that we had hoped? No. He's never going to be that guy because he never developed a basketball IQ here in Orlando. Evan Fournier, I like Evan a lot. Not a negative word from me about Evan because he's a guy who wants to win. But let's tell it like it is. He was on his way out of Orlando because of his expiring contract for next year. I do feel for Evan Fournier because he was put in a position here in Orlando without that star go-to guy to be that guy at times. And he just didn't have the game to do it. Not his fault. Not his fault. Evan played about as well as he could play here in Orlando. So not a negative word about Evan Fournier. And look, the trading of Nikola Vucevic is the one that really stinks here. That's the one that really hurts. I mean, that's the guy, even though he hasn't won a ton of games here, Vooch was the consummate pro. He made the all-star team two of the last three years. He just went out and played basketball. You never heard anything from Vooch. He just let his game do the talking. And here's a guy who has been here since 2012. I mean, he was involved in that Dwight Howard deal coming over from Philadelphia in 2012. No drama with Vooch again. Did his great play result in winning a ton of basketball games? No, no. And that's why I'm going to put him behind guys like Shaq and Dwight Howard and Penny and Nick and and Tracy McGrady in terms of greatest Magic players of all time. But listen, Vooch will always have a special place in the heart of Magic fans. He's been a very good player on some bad basketball teams over the last nine years. But no doubt, losing Vooch is the one that really hurts. Going forward this season, Magic President Jeff Weltman gets what he wants. Frankly, this is a team, again, if they win two, three, four games the rest of the way, I'd be stunned. I would be shocked because you look at this roster right now, I don't even know who the starting point guard is, who the starting two guard. I, I, I have no clue. Now you have a built-in excuse to race to the bottom because you basically have a team full of NBA misfits. Now, that misfit theory worked for the Magic back in 99-2000. You old-timers remember the heart and hustle days. I have great memories of that Magic team, one of the most special here in Orlando over the last 32 years. Doc Rivers was the head coach. You had guys like Ben Wallace and Daryl Armstrong and John Amici, Bo Outlaw, uh, Chucky Atkins, all guys who were trying to prove themselves in this league, and yet it worked to the tune of that particular team barely missing the playoffs at the end of the season. I don't see that happening this year. The Magic have 28 games left in this season, and if this ragtag bunch wins more than three or four, I would be absolutely shocked, and I guarantee you Jeff Weltman would as well. Now, look, I hate the whole NBA tank culture, but I will say this. Desperate times call for desperate measures. The Magic have not been relevant for a long, long time now. And the only way it seems to get back to relevancy for a small market team like the Orlando Magic is to finish in the bottom three, get your 14% chance at the number one pick, 
Take Cade Cunningham out of Oak State. He's the guy everybody's pointing to as being the next great young elite player in the league. That's the guy you can build your future around along with a Markel Fultz and a Jonathan Isaac. So here we go again. Another major rebuild is on the way for the Orlando Magic. Was it the right call? I think it was the right call. But I got to tell you, I'm getting tired of being four years away from being a year away. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can check me out on the radio every single weekday with Orlando's News at Noon on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.